yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, January 16th. We are back for another episode. If you are listening on Spotify, congratulations on getting video. Um, that's a big, big win for all of our Spotify listeners. You can now watch just like you guys are on Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube, whatever you're listening on or watching on. Spotify can do that now. So I, I hate to sound like an ad for Spotify, but I'm sorry. I just think it's infinitely better than iTunes and apple music so there you go that's my i got I'll, that's my i agree lesson. with you okay boom and until one of those wants to sponsor us and then <laughs> we could change our mind i need to put that out. that was a free ad i know we say no free ads but everyone's <laughs> um i'm gonna keep it light because the hurt from yesterday is still uh still lingering around we are going to talk about that kentucky game as well as uh preview vanderbilt this coming week. Uh, we're also going to talk some football news as a, a hire that's going to affect Tennessee's personnel, I guess is the best way to say that. Um, to discuss some of that as well as some portal news on top. Uh, if you got questions, drop them in the chat. We're ready to go in on this Sunday night. Let's jump right into the terrible, terrible trip north. Um, we knew Kentucky was a good basketball team. Um, you knew you were going to be outmatched. It just was very disappointing the way it went down. Yeah, I think the most disappointing thing is you shot the ball well, and then your defense didn't show up. The thing that's been consistent all year long just didn't show up. And maybe not as much as it probably seems when you look at the score, but Kentucky couldn't miss. No, and I, I mean, there's definitely got to be some of that on the defense, right? I mean, that's – it can't – you can't just say, oh, defense played good, they shot lights out. But I think it was just a mixture of both. Like you said, they just shot really well. I think Tennessee played okay defensively, um, but Kentucky's shots were falling. And when a team shoots 80% in the first half, I mean, that's a rest, that's an easy recipe for winning the ballgame. Yeah, I think Tata Washington and Severe Wheeler just – bullied Vescovy and, and Kenny Chandler and, and Zakai Ziegler on the defensive end. Um, I think they're bigger. They just they're kind fast. of blew by them at times. So and um, and then it, it helped. It didn't help that they just didn't flat out miss. Um, no. Tata Washington was 10 for 13, and Severe Wheeler was 8 for 10 from the floor. So Their, their speed is so impressive. Um, yeah. Talk about getting out in transition. Those two guys can about get into transition after a made basket. They're so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah. It's it's impressive. I, I um I hate to like sound like I'm kind of drooling over Kentucky, but I mean, God, is that the best Kentucky team in I don't know. A long time. Yeah, since Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox, probably. Six, seven, six years ago. Yeah, something like that. Um yeah, I mean, I, I would have lost a lot of money because I would have bet that no team would ever score 100 points on this Tennessee defense. No, I wouldn't have guessed it either. And, and Joe, I was going to make fun of myself again for stupidity. But to be fair to this, I need to explain. Joe asks our score predictions on Saturday just in a text. Um, I'd said 69-63. I just thought it, I wanted Tennessee to win the game very, very badly. <laughs> and I yeah. thought if Tennessee did that, they had to hold them to that mark. I didn't think Tennessee could score. Tennessee wasn't going to score 100 points. I didn't think Tennessee would be able to score 79. 
Um, so I, I guess I was just kind of hoping <laughs> that Tennessee could somehow do that. So that was um, not the way, like you said, when a team shoots that good, though, Tennessee could have played better. But when Tennessee shoots that good, or a team shoots that period. Yeah. Yeah, like could miss. Um, and then Tennessee, again, we, we key on that word consistency. And Tennessee did not get that out of their bigs. Um, John Fulgerson, Olivier, Camwall, six points, zero rebounds in 36 minutes between the two of them. I mean, you're just not yeah. going to win. You're not going to win games with that kind of production. And Sheboy just didn't eat them up. I mean, he did have 12 rebounds, but he's averaging 15, and he's averaging seven points. He only he only had nine, so it's not like they just well, got bullied by him. And he only had it. he only had a handful of opportunities to get offensive rebounds. So right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, and maybe that took into account we couldn't get defensive rebounds because it was going through the bottom of the net each time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that. It's just inexcusable. I mean, Brandon Hunley Hatfield was able to go in in ten minutes and score eleven points and have three rebounds and an assist. I mean, they're... I don't care if he's not practicing well. It's it's time to move on if you're not going to get anything else from those two starters. Well, and you may find out. I mean, I just think it's time to. Not, I'm not even ready to say move on, but it's time to find out if. It is time to move on. It's fine. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it's time you start getting some other guys on the court. Brand Hunley Hatfield, for example. Um, it, I mean, Uroj, I thought played better than both of those guys. I just they just got. I mean, all of them did though. Not it's not exclusive to Uroj. They just got dominated on the boards. I mean, we knew the gap was big. The gap looks so wide. Yeah, against Kentucky, they just. Physically outmatched. I mean, I'm just asking to get a rebound. Those two couldn't even oh, get yeah. one. Right. Right. And John Fulgerson, for him to be in this program for six years, to have zero points in a game. And you've shown – it's not like this whole season. You've shown against number six, Arizona, who had some size on you too. Well, and, and we just you know we want him. Produce. Yeah, and we want – Fullerson to be the consistent guy, but unfortunately he just hasn't in his career. So, I mean, I don't, and it's not going to happen halfway through his last year. Mm. So we just have to hope that he has big games against the big teams. He didn't against Kentucky. Um, he didn't against LSU. He didn't against Alabama or he didn't play against Alabama. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, that's half of our big games right there. And you're not going to get it out of them. I just, not that he's not going to contribute to this team, because I think he will, but you got to find you got to find someone else to to spell time for for him and Kumwa. Yeah, and the big four in the SEC. I mean, you're looking you're zero and three right now against them, and then Auburn looks like the best out of the bunch, and uh, you know you could be zero and four against those teams. Yeah, Auburn looks good. I mean, you're going to see some of those. You know, I know all these have been road games. That's difficult. You'll see the some of these guys back at home, but I don't want to play Kentucky again. I don't either. I I mean it's just we're, <laughs> we're boring on offense, but we we shot we shot well, and we couldn't like we couldn't put it all together. No, it, and it's uh, it, it it was a it was a I mean it was a poor performance from from Tennessee on the the defensive end and um. We did have twenty turnovers. Maybe I just don't know how how true, truly bad Vanderbilt is, but it's like if you if you let a team shoot like that against you, which I mean I know not every team's good enough to do it. You're going to lose a lot of games in the SEC. Yep. N- not many teams are going to lose shooting seventy percent from the the field. Yeah, not many teams are going to be able to shoot sixty eight percent from the field. Um, no. It's and true. then Kentucky. Only missed one free throw. I mean, they – good God, they literally couldn't miss anything. No. They were, I mean, they we were very, we very didn't make it very difficult on them at times, but good God. Yeah. It was uh, – I mean, that, that was the best Kentucky's played all year long. It was. And they've – not that they haven't looked good this year because, you know, they have prior to this. 
but that's definitely, I mean, I feel like that was, I think even Jay Billis, you said he was on the call. I don't remember who else it was. They were like, uh, after this game, I think you've got to, because they were like, hey, who's the best out of that bunch? Um, which, I mean, I think Auburn's still right there. They might be better than Kentucky, but. Um, they did lose Kentucky, to Arkansas. Yeah. Kentucky no, did LSU like, lost to Arkansas. It wasn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't Auburn. Um, but it certainly looked like Kentucky is going to be in the running there with Auburn. Um, yeah. Should they clash in a week? But yeah, it's um Saturday they play, but it'd be a good matchup. But I mean, K- Kentucky just right now looks like the the favorite. They've beaten LSU, they've beaten Alabama, Tennessee. We thought was going to be in that mix, but it doesn't look like it. And they handled manhandled Tennessee. Yep, I think the most frustrating part when you're looking at Kumwa and Fulgerson is they had six points combined. They also had six turnovers combined. They're not even the prob- primary. They don't even dribble the ball very often. <laughs> like, how are you turning it over just as just as much as Kenny Chandler and Vescovy in a shorter amount of minutes played? Right. It makes no sense. I mean, it, they just look terrible. Looked absolutely terrible. Well, I mean, they looked dead. Is- they didn't. I mean, not getting a rebound is that's effort. It's a well, lot of six ten. I mean, Shibway, it's not like he's 7'5". He's 6'9". Yeah. So well, and, and, that, and he's bullied everybody, so, I mean, that's – but to not get a single rebound is pretty damn ridiculous. I'm sorry. Well, then you get – you know, Tennessee did a good job in the first half of um, Shibway and, and Wheeler on the bench in foul trouble early on and can't capitalize when – when other guys are in the game, it's like it. It was bad. You're like that's a like that's a good thing. Tennessee was taking it to them and and putting them in tough situations and and making them foul and then nothing beyond that. Yeah, when are we going to be able to get a um, transfer that's worth a crap? I mean, Kentucky. That's all they're doing. <laughs> they're sprinkling in these five star freshmen with guys that they get out of the transfer portal. Severe Wheeler. Um, I don't remember who Sheboy is. I was one. Gonna say, wasn't Sheboy from West Virginia? Yeah. So I mean, they're I mean, argu- arguably their two best players. Yeah. Are are transfers? That's how Washington's I mean, that's what, a freshman, but yeah. yeah. That's how, arguably him and Wheeler. Um, obviously, they're two two best guards, but yeah, Sheboy and, and Wheeler both out. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't know that. I mean, I think it, it's. It's very frustrating that how much better that roster is. Very frustrating, especially when you look at the front court. Yeah, and Tennessee's it, front it court changes like bad. about every year. And Tennessee has kind of their core that's <laughs> been there, you know, with James and Fulgerson and Santi and Kumwa. They've been in this program for a while, so for them to just get manhandled like that, and to be getting manhandled like LSU manhandled them, Alabama didn't, but. They did in the last two minutes when it counted. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, this, you, this team's just frustrating to watch. It really is. You mentioned Josiah, James, Josiah Jordan James. I mean, he's another good game from him, but obviously he's not – we said it. He's not going to be your guy. Like, he's not – he's got to be consistent He's in, in terms of putting numbers in each category, but he's not going to be your guy that wins games for you. Um, so, you, you need it from other guys. Yeah, I don't think they have – a guy on this team that can go out and win you a basketball game. I think it's a team effort, and it, it, they're just too inconsistent to win you a big basketball game. Yeah. Credit to, to Viscovi. It looks like he wants to be that guy. I mean, he's – Yeah. He's played aggressive. He's played consistent. Um, but he's just not – he's not a super talented guy. He's not like it, – it's kind of like Josiah Jordan James. Like, he's just not going to be that guy. Yeah, he's just like he's he's athletic, but he's not an incredible athlete that can yeah. defend. Like he has trouble defending a little bit. Now I think he's gotten better over his past couple of years, but you know a guy like Ty Ty Washington, who's going to be an NBA player, can blow right by those guys. Yep. Oh, fun! That was a it was a miserable affair yesterday. Yeah, I mean. They didn't make me sweat it. Like, like the half, you're like, oh, well. Who bet the over? That's all I want to know. Good God. 
I mean, who did it? I would have lost that. I, I would have bet the under. <laughs> would you? The game started. I mean, I, I guess it I'm not. I'm not at. betting on Tennessee to score that much. Fair. I guess it, it depends on what what it was at. I know we looked at it. I, I, can't, I can't remember what it was at though. Um, but yeah, it definitely depends on that. Yep. Mm. I want. I, I wanted so badly not to watch. I, I got turned the second half off for a minute, and I was like, I mean, I just got to watch till the end of the game, though. So I put myself through it. I get it. I did it. Let's uh, let's 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 move on and move past it. You get Vanderbilt on Tuesday night. See, so you, you think Brandon uh, Hunley Hatfield should play more? Correct? He's got to play. We're on a he's gotta, Yeah, he's got to play more. He has to. I mean, it's gonna be it's frustrating just... though because like, your bigs are probably gonna play good against. Well, yeah, they, they play good against teams that that yeah. they should, right? But team, you know, a bigger team that can really cause issues for you. Yeah, they just seem to lay down, especially Kumal. I mean, yeah. he against freaking ETSU and Tennessee Tech. I mean, he's gonna light it up. <laughs> it's just frustrating. I'm mad. I shouldn't be that way, but I am a little upset on this team this season. I mean, I, I'm I'm frustrated. I don't, maybe I'm just not. Maybe my hopes aren't as high as as others. But I'm sad. I'm sad more than anything. Yeah. Like I like I said, I don't want to see Kentucky again. That's how that's how sad I am. I mean, like right before SEC play, you beat Arizona at home, and you're feeling good. You know, they're one of the best teams in the country, and then you just have laid an egg. I mean, you haven't played great in any SEC game. Yep. Maybe if you count South Carolina, but we didn't light it up. We just – they just are terrible and they couldn't score on our defense. We just – we this team doesn't look good and it's really depressing. It, it, you know, we talked about the Rick Barnes stuff. I'm not saying fire him, but it's like when is – like we, I mean, it's the problem. It's so frustrating because most of your problems come from the front court. And it's like you got – you had Grant and Admiral who were kind of just – like they were just a different breed of their own. Like it's like not that like Rick Barnes and his staff didn't do a good job with them. I'm not saying that. Like obviously yeah. some of the credit's got to go to them, but it's obvious how special those two guys were. And yeah. uh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to recreate that. So you're gonna have to go out and get more t- better talented guys. Yeah, Tennessee's 21 and 19 in SEC play since uh, Admiral and Grant left the program. Love to hear it. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a middle of the road SEC team. Yeah, it hurts. Ugh. Hey, maybe we'll turn around. We'll see. <laughs> let's, We're let's, always let's, hoping. Let's try to end on a positive note. I guess. We're always hoping. Well, we can talk about Vanderbilt, and um, even though they have the uh, SEC preseason player of the year, I'm I'm still pretty confident. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still pretty confident that uh, this should be a game. I, mean, I think the front court will probably play pretty good. Vanderbilt's front court isn't dangerous. Um, I think this is a game that'll probably be pretty uh, anticlimactic. Climactic, and Tennessee will win, probably running away. Honestly, yeah, they should. Um, hopefully, they're able to continue that. I think the defense should be better in this game, and then I, I hopefully your shooting kind of carries over from that Kentucky game. And you kind of run Vanderbilt out of the gym. I mean, they got Scotty Pippen Jr. Other than that, they don't really have a whole lot. Jordan Rods, their second best player. I think he averages around twelve points, six rebounds. Um, I think he's only like six a maybe six six. He's six six. Yeah, he's six six. So yeah, not again, big. not a not opposing down, not um, superimposing down low for the commode doors. So. Uh, they are ten and six. They they have some ugly losses and they have some decent wins. They did beat BYU. They beat Arkansas, who beat LSU this past weekend. Um, but they have lost to Temple, VCU. I think VCU is a game where they scored thirty seven points in the whole game. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and then SMU, just some head scratching losses for uh, for old Vandy. Um, who's their coach? I keep wanting to say the coaches. Stackhouse. I want to say Scotty Pippen, but that's <laughs> the 
That's not right. Um, yeah, some head scratching. Oh, they did lose to South Carolina too. So Tennessee beat them by twenty. So yeah, this should be a um, a win for Tennessee. Hopefully, it's able to get them some confidence back. Because you lost, I'm sure you lost a ton in Rupp Arena Saturday. I've got to imagine that that's a pretty deflating to walk out of that one. It's deflating not to not even be there, just to experience it as a Tennessee fan. So, and, and this this should fun. be a game where you can, you know, give some guys some experience. You know, I thought again, South Carolina, we didn't play Brandon Hunley Hatfield, Justin Powell, mm. um, even Mayshag. Debungi, we didn't play those guys as much as I'd like to see. Um, right. So maybe and, this is a game you can kind of experiment a little bit to see what you have because you got to figure something out. Right. And I know Brandon, Brandon Hunley Hatfield came in, you know, at that blowout moment against Kentucky, but I mean, he played in, came in and played quality minutes for the time he was in. And, and that, yeah. you know, I think now that's one, another reason I'm like, you're at the point. Let's, start giving him more more significant minutes. I'm not saying give them all to him. He hadn't earned that, it doesn't seem, but he's earned some looks, I think. Yeah, and if if it's a practice issue, you know, you also got to realize, like, this kid's supposed to still be in high school. So I'm yeah. sure that maturity is probably not exactly where you want it. But, you know, that's on your job to develop. That, that's on you to develop him into a player that can help you. Right. Right. Agreed. Um, yeah, I want to see more of him for sure. And it's insignificant in, in those significant minutes. Not He's not a guy I don't think you should be waiting around for a blowout to, to throw in there. Because I think he's – he might not be where – you know, he might make some mistakes and stuff like that, but he's definitely – talent-wise, he's got more talent than any of your bigs. Right. Right. When you're talking about upside and, and what he can develop, like he's – Yeah. Supposedly he should be an NBA player, you know, when the time comes. Whether that's next year or the year after that, he, he's projected to be an NBA player. So it, it's time to see what he's made of, get him out there. Um, and, and it's not maybe so much as him. is like you're just lacking what you have right now. So let's try to get somebody else ready. Yeah, they, they've. Yeah, I mean that's that's all that needs to be said about Brandon on the outfield. It, it's time. I thought it was good to see Kenny Chandler kind of get get back to scoring the the basketball. Yeah, really good. He, he made some shots that I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I thought there were a lot of times that you kind of saw the what he can be kind of mono a mono against those other good guards in the league, and obviously, like we talked about in the Kentucky. Recap, like it's going to take a whole team, um, not just not just Kennedy, but no, it was good. Like you said, good to see him kind of get back into the swing of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get into. So, what, do you have a score prediction for Vanderbilt? Tennessee wins. Uh, I don't oh, have a score prediction, and I'm really nervous to give one after that Kentucky one. Um, like That's I said, fair. it was very hopeful. I mean, no one I, got I do... that Kentucky game right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say I think Tennessee's on the winning end uh, by double digits. Um, okay. not, I don't okay. know if it's a 20-point victory, uh, but I, I think it's a double-digit victory for sure. Um, and I think Scottie Pippen doesn't reach his average. Yeah, I'd like either. to see Zakai Jr., sorry. And Kenny Chandler kind of stay on him and make him uncomfortable a little bit. Um, I know he didn't shoot well the other night against Georgia. I think he was three for 12, but still had like 12 points. Um, so, yeah, just keep him uncomfortable. And uh, I think this you should win this pretty handily. Even if he scores 25, I think you should still win this game. But I'd like to not see somebody get theirs, um, especially Vanderbilt. <laughs> Agreed. Um, that is – so, do you have a score prediction? Uh, I'll go 72-60. All right. I like it. I like it. Hopefully, they don't score 60. Yeah. With I like them to score 30. Pippen Jr. being 30, yeah, 36. Being. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. I'll, I'll, I'll ride with that. Um, 
So that's Tuesday night, and then we will be back Thursday for preview of LSU. But that's a we talk about bringing in people. Hopefully, Thompson Boynterine is effective in bringing LSU there Saturday. Yeah. Yeet, yeet. Something, something motivate this team, please. Yeah, maybe we um, need to bring in what was that? Um... Taco. <laughs> no, not the taco. <laughs> um, won a lot of games with the taco. Uh, Jackson State. Dion brought that freaking um, Instagram model. Oh, I, I think I think we need to bring in the the taco. Okay. I think he tweeted out. I'm not sure. What about Grant that. Admiral? Can we bring I mean, if we him, could bring in? him back? That'd be better. But I mean, not back like in uniform. But can they get somebody fired up? I think that's the taco's job, Landon. Oh, I think he. I'm gonna be honest. The taco quick. was the most annoying person. In the world. Oh, I don't. I don't disagree. I think he tweeted out his record though at one point. You know, because everybody hated on him, and he responded to all of them. Oh, God. So I can find it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, though. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of the taco. I wasn't either, but you can't argue with his record. All right? <laughs> I hate that he made, like, a an account for the taco. Change his name. That's why I'm having trouble getting to it. I will do the research, though. Um, recruiting, recruiting. Let's talk higher. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's what apparently all the sources are saying. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you definitely like to hear when you know the team that a guy you hire away, you like to hear them kind of moan and groan about, oh, this sucks that we lost this guy. And that's exactly what we saw last night with Billy High. Um, was the general manager and assistant AD at North Carolina for the past three seasons. Um, did a really good job there. Um, kind of oversaw basically everything recruiting from transfer portal to on-campus, things like that. Somebody even said that he was um, – oh, God, what's their coach's name? Mac Brown's right-hand man. I don't know what that yeah. means, but it sounds good. <laughs> Um, and, and I do know that they did, you know, since he's been there, they did like do a fantastic job in recruiting. Uh, 2020, which was his first full class, um, they had the number 14 class. They also had the number 14 class in 2021. And then this past season, the 2022 class, they were up to number eight. And uh, that was the highest North Carolina has ever had um, since recruiting became ranked, I guess. Um and then uh, 2021, they had Ty Chandler, who ended up being a thousand-yard rusher for them, and uh, turned out to be pretty good transfer for for them. Uh, was at Auburn, so worked with Rodney Garner a little bit. I think he was there from 2017 to 2019. Um, they had the number 12 class in 2018, number 11 class, um, and that class had Owen Papo, Bo Nix, um, a, a lot of those guys in there. Um, that I'm sure he had a hand in, in bringing there, or at least scouting them, evaluating. And then that number um, 14 class, or, yeah, that 14 class had Javari Ritzy, Drake May, Rara, Rara Dilworth, um, a lot of those guys that UNC beat out Tennessee for. So I think this is big. A Knoxville guy graduated from Tennessee. His brother is the offensive scouting coordinator. Um he was at UCF with Josh Heupel, and Josh Heupel hired him on here as well. And um, that's Charlie High, if that name sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. He owns like a ton of passing records in the state of Tennessee for high school football. So, um, yeah, I think Will this is a big stand, hire. By the way, Wait, what? I don't know. Will this still stand? I don't know. Because I mean, I, I just know, like, like passing. Way... Like they were kind of the. Sp- spread offense before like everybody had a right. spread offense. So right. Or air I guess they're more of an air raid. They threw it like every play. I didn't I don't know if I ever watched them play. So I honestly don't know what style exactly it is. But yeah definitely stat wise felt more like the, the yeah. air raid. Um but yeah I think this is a big hopefully it shows in recruiting. Hopefully it shows 
soon because we'd like to see some more names pop up in the transfer portal um, to get. Not away from Tennessee, to Tennessee. Um, but you did have – do you have anything to add for Billy High? Um, Not really. I mean, kinda... other than it's, it seems like – like I mean, for the reasons you listed off, seems like a good hire. I'm sure it had something to do with brother being on staff, Knoxville native um, as far as getting him here. But, um, I mean, the few things that have been out there about him. And, I mean, I, and I don't know, like – I don't know how cru- – like what – how crucial that role is because I mean, recruiting is obviously mostly on the, the staff. Um, but I mean, obviously having a guy that's experienced and then been successful in it would be more important than just either someone new to the position or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, I mean, that I be you know, just looking at it in that sense, yeah, obviously it seems like a, a good, um, good hire. So we'll obviously we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I know Austin Thomas was, you know, kind of that general manager role when we were looking to get him, I think, when Jeremy Pruitt was here, um, if that name sounds familiar. But he's kind of been like a huge hand in recruiting for mm-hmm. LSU. And that, that's, I guess, what this hope is, that Billy High can be that for Tennessee. Right. Um, and he looks to have done a great job everywhere he's been. He was an intern under Lane Kiffin at Tennessee in 2009. So, um Knows the landscape and you know knows Knoxville well, so I'm sure that that helps in recruiting. I mean, I guess for now Tennessee can use all the help they can get. So exactly, exactly. Um, um, so Charlie Ha holds most touchdown passes in a career right now. Okay. Um, he has 131 in his career. So but I don't think they they haven't named what Billy Ha is actually going to do. But I would guess right. it'd be that general manager role um overseeing recruiting and stuff like that so um just because i'm curious i I went and looked this up he also has most completions in a season he is first and second in that category that's impressive that is nuts um let's see he did have the most passing attempts those both those years too has has a record for most attempts and most he holds number one and number two in uh passing yards in a season as well Interesting. So, yeah, there you go. Cool. Um, and Billy Howe was on staff for those, too, by the way. Yeah, he was at CAK for four years, I think. I believe that's – I believe After that's he graduated, that's kind of how he got his start and then graduated from CAK and – or graduated from Tennessee and then right. was an intern in two, 2009. But, yeah, um, We'll see. Let's get to the portal. Portal. The portal. portal. Um, so Tennessee did lose two players, not big impact players at, at all, but definitely don't want to see, you know, freshmen leave the program or anybody leave the program, I guess, but definitely people who, you know, really didn't give it a chance. Um, right. That was tied in Tr- Trinity Bell um, was a three-star three-star athlete, um, just didn't really have a position. And same for wide receiver, Cayman Marley. He was a four-star. Neither really had, like, a true position. They, they kind of were tweeners on, on what they could play. So, you know, and that's just the thing to do. When, you're, when you don't play your freshman year, it seems like you jump in the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that pays off for them or not, I guess we'll see, but – yeah, just didn't – you know, they were part of Jeremy Pruitt's class that, you know, they were committed to Jeremy Pruitt. Um, I guess that was after signing day, so they already signed and everything. Um, yeah, so they landed in the portal. Again, not a huge deal. Um, maybe opens up some scholarships, I guess. But Trinity Bell, I mean, he was a tight end. There was two freshman tight ends in front of them, and Miles Campbell and Julian Nixon. So um, then came in Marley. You know, it, it, we bring in Isaiah Nayer, who has three years of eligibility left. We have, you know, Jimmy Calloway, Jimmy Holiday, uh, Ramel Keaton, Cedric. I mean, he was just buried in that depth chart. So didn't really see him getting an impact, um, especially at the receiver position. Yeah, and, that, and I think it's unfortunate to have – I think you're going to see transfers like that every year in every program. 
Mm. It just really sucks for Tennessee, just that roster being so depleted to have any transfers. But I think this is just what everyone should expect from every program from here on out. Yep. Just the way of the world now. Um, but also uh, Isaiah Nayer, I mentioned him, committed to Tennessee. He was on his official visit to Tennessee this weekend. Um, also visited Ole Miss recently, but he did tell Austin Bryce today that Vol fans should not worry. So, I Who mean, told Austin of, Bryce that? Sorry. Isaiah Nayer. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so he he did finally get to visit Tennessee's campus. Uh, seems like everything went well. So, um, yeah, maybe not worry until we do worry. (laughs) I just, I I think so. Ole Miss loses Matt Corral. I mean, Tennessee is returning him and Hooker. I think that should be an easy decision, yeah, in my opinion. I mean, he does have three years of eligibility, but you know, if you're thinking about next year more than you are two years. Um, and there's just a question mark at Ole Miss right now. Who is going right. to be their quarterback? Is it going to be Luke Altmaier? Are they going to bring somebody in? Um, I don't know. What about uh, what about Plumley transferring to UCF to play like to play quarterback? Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't know yeah. he was playing quarterback. I assume the way I like he talked about having weapons around him. Okay. So, like, the context of it, it seemed like it was going to be. I was shocked that Plumlee didn't get the go when Matt Corral got hurt hurt in the bowl game. That was weird to me, too. I Um, mean, even in the Tennessee game, Luke Altmaier came in. I thought Plumlee would be the. Yeah, I I thought they mentioned him practicing there. But, I mean, I guess that's part of it is, like, he just hasn't practiced. Yeah. Like, hadn't done anything at quarterback this year. But, I mean, like – he played some receiver, but it wasn't enough to be like, oh, yeah, you're never playing quarterback again. Right. So, yeah, that's just weird. But I thought it was interesting because he – well, and the funny story kind of about that is like he committed to Ole Miss over Auburn because when Malzahn was at Auburn, they recruited him to play wide receiver. Hmm. Yeah. So. Whatever. Phone. Of course. Yeah, that's uh, interesting transfer stuff. So it's all interesting. Did you see Jackson Dart on his visit to Ole Miss and the cars parked like horizontally in the middle of the road, and him and no. Mike Kiffin are just standing with their hoods on in front of the car? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> I love it though. What a weird. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, what if somebody just comes around that corner just flying? Just like that car is just like this in the middle of the road. That would be an awesome recruiting story. We need a good Lane Kiffin recruiting story. We haven't had any since he's been at Ole Miss. So we desperately need one. I think it's just the lack of um, the media in Ole Miss. They're just not great at their job. (laughs) Didn't something happen with an Ole Miss – Oh, he lied about talking to a player. I was like, something happened with an Ole Miss uh, media member recently. I just couldn't remember what it was. That's Yeah, that was it. So, I'm sure there will be more that will come out of that. Um, can't I, wait to hear them. I pray. <laughs> Another um, name that's kind of emerged in the portal is uh, water, USC wide receiver uh, Brew McCoy. That name sounds familiar. He was kind of – wishy-washy on his in his like recruitment out of high school was at Texas I think committed to USC and then went to Texas and then went back to USC like entered the transfer portal went back to USC um now he's back in the transfer portal somebody did tweet like Rue McCoy has been in the transfer portal more than he's been on a campus (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) Um, that's fantastic but he did have 21 receptions, 236 yards, two touchdowns this past season at USC. Um, he is friends with Bayless Jones. Um, and, and just having that familiar familiarity. <laughs> He's familiar with those guys. How about that? Um, there you go. He knows um, defensive scouting coordinator Trey Johnson, who was at USC before he came to Tennessee. And then just like – 
the transfers that Tennessee's gotten from there. Caleb Tremblay, you know, Bayless, Chase McGrath. Um, it's it seems to work out well for them. So I'm sure they've at least evaluated, maybe talked to, see what they can get. But yeah, that's kind of a name that um kind of crossing the T's and dawn the eyes a little bit. I like it. I think we talked about it last show. I don't think it's the time to be selective. No. Nope. And I, I'm with you. I know that we've kind of talked to or at least evaluated some uh, DBs, Amir Speed from Georgia, uh, Dwight McLaughlin from LSU, and then uh, Connie Canny Walker from Louisville, and Latrell McCutcheon from Oklahoma. So, you know, I don't know if anything's come about, but – you know, I'm sure they'd like to get some of those guys on campus because I think that is a huge need is defensive back, especially when you watch that Music City Bowl. Yes. Absolutely. Um, all right. Any other portal news or are we ready to get some – we have any questions? I haven't seen any drop in the chat. I have not been on Twitter, though, full disclosure. I heard a rumor that okay. now Jalen Hyatt is looking at the portal again. So – you know, I don't know if that is anything, but that is a rumor. I hope not, because I think he could really have a fantastic season next year in the slot. He just needs, you know, time in the weight room. Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing from him has indicated that. It, so that's just something that I heard earlier today. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I knew he'd been linked to it before, but then his dad said he wasn't on Twitter, so I don't who knows. Yeah. We'll see. I mean I think you have to do it by like January like toward the end of January, or you can't go to like an SEC school. Interesting. Yeah, like there's a cutoff date that if you're at SEC school to transfer to another SEC program, you have to do it by a certain time. Hmm. So, okay. so I guess you can't get any spring transfers then in the SEC. Maybe that's to be there in, in like this, like be on campus this semester, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not really sure how that works. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, any other transfer portal news? Anybody else we need to look out for? That's all I got. Um, Ochoan Mathis, we mentioned him last show. The defensive lineman edge from uh, TCU is a guy that Tennessee's spoken to. But Gary Patterson is at Texas, so that connection's been there. He's been linked to Texas. Right. Um Again, not far away from where he's currently at. So, good deal. All righty. Do we have any any questions? I don't think come so. In? No. no questions come in. All right. Most important of the week. Can we jump to fail? Because I didn't write it down, and we just need to evaluate the Cowboys' last play. I know we talked about it before we got on here, but <laughs> holy crap! <clears throat> Whew. Yeah, not great. Um, somebody had on my timeline today that Dak Prescott was the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, no, <laughs> no. I'll say that one thing: that game tonight did not help his case at all. No, no. That fourth and ele- that fourth and eleven that he almost converted was incredible. He might have changed my mind. I had said on the phone like while watching that game, I was like, "Yeah, he is not even. He's not in the top ten. And no. then. He he almost convinced me that fourth and eleven almost flipped my switch. <laughs> almost got me. I have a Didn't debate. Happen. Who's better, Dak okay. Prescott or Joe Burrow? Right now, as it stands, yeah. I who's hmm, better is a weird word. Who would I take? I'd take Joe Burrow right now as my quarterback. I I think I put Joe Burrow in front of him as better too. Okay, I think, but I definitely would take Joe Burrow. Like definitely. As my future franchise quarterback. Okay. Yeah, I'd, pr- I'd probably say that too, but I, I think they are kind of 
very similar. Yeah, as far as what they've shown. Yeah. I would agree. I'd agree. Um, most important. Most important. How about the Lady Vols putting it on Rolling. Kentucky? Yeah. Someone needed um, to. And, you know, the, the We Back Pat stuff is going on right now. So there's always – I know uh, Kentucky had somebody that they're honoring who just, like, passed away. And so, like, somebody even said before the game, this game's over. <laughs> Kentucky's winning it. Oh, um, oh okay. <laughs> and, and and maybe it was the exact same thing for Tennessee today. It's just like, yeah. We Back Pat, you know, the purple's on. <laughs> We're blowing out Kentucky. Like Dude, Kelly, Kelly Harper's had a heck of a season. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I think we said this a couple episodes ago. Like, I'm 100 in on Kelly Harper. Yep, 17 and one, number five in the country. Um, they beat Kentucky today by close to 30. 28, 26. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Also, the purple's a nice accent, by the way. It looks good. I'm a fan. Nothing beats a baby blue, but we like the purple. Uh, My next most – or my first most important, did you see the – who got the Bengals game ball? This is awesome. Uh Uh-uh. So, the first one Zach Taylor gave to, like, the owners, I think, or something. Um, But the second one, he was like, all right, boys. He's like, the second game ball, he goes, this one goes to the the city of Cincinnati. Um Tonight we're going out to we're taking game balls out to bars and we're passing them out to the fans. I was like, yeah, that's football guy. Heck yeah. Winner. City of Cincinnati, we're we're putting them in the bars. I love it. <clears throat> um, my most important is I guess that's kind of all I got was just and then the Bills absolutely putting it on the Patriots. That was fun. That was fun to watch. I kind of want people to be wrong about Mac Jones, the ones that have said, because I think he is good, but that was fun to watch. And they had a perfect game offensively. Did no they? punts, no field goals. Wow. They scored on every possession except for the kneel downs at the end. Was that actually Ron Fitzpatrick at, at the game? I saw someone post that. Was that I think it was. Him? Okay, that's awesome. Shirtless. Seven yeah. deg- it was seven degrees in, in Buffalo. Oh, gross. <laughs> Not a fan of that temperature? No. I would not do well in <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Love it. So, the fact that, like, you're able to have such good seasons in Buffalo, like, I applaud those players <laughs> a little extra because that sounds miserable. Yeah, I mean, in Tennessee, I was hoping, like, like, I didn't really want to play in playoff games because it was so cold. I hate the cold. I like it. I wouldn't prefer playing sports in it, but I like the cold. It's obviously not as much fun to, to hit people and or anything when no. Definitely. Mm. Um that's kind of all I got for most important. All right. Failed. I gave out my uh my one on Dak and, and the, the Cowboys. And that ref. That was hilarious. I mean, it's not really the ref's fault, like he has to get through. But it was hilarious. I mean, he had to knock over back in the center to get there. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, I feel like, dude, you gotta hurry up. Yeah. Well, he was. Like, I mean, he was right there. Like, I, I don't know if he could have done better, but those offensive linemen are beating you to the ball. There, no, you gotta get there. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a cluster for sure. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that the game had to end like that, but it's part of it. Better to have another Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure Skip Bayless is going on and on about that. How that play. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't. It wasn't everything else that happened in the game, but that was the reason they lost. Yeah, maybe we'll get to see his uh, his dick microwave, dick level microwave, in a video this week. I can't. I want to see first take and see. Stephen A. just roast the Cowboys tomorrow. <laughs> I never watch first take unless it's like something like that. Um, be more Shannon, Shannon Sharp is definitely going to light Skip up on. <laughs> is it undisputed? 
I get yeah, yeah. F, uh, foxes. It'd be it'd be um, more fun if uh, if Stephen A. wasn't so insufferable. Right. It'd be more fun to to hear him hear yeah. him get to rag on him. Um, my last my last fail goes out to Barstool or Old Row One, Barstool, Tennessee. This terrible graphic they made. What is that? I I don't know, Landon. You can't even really. I'll have to send it to you. Everyone, go look on their Instagram if you want. I'll give them free space. But um, it's the mouth that's so bad. He looks like he blew it in the goal. It's it's not. Also, a, why is he cross-eyed? Yeah, he's cross-eyed, <laughs> buck tooth. It's a. Uh, it's not a great. Oh, dude! I gotta go. It's not a great look comment on at that. All. That is crap. <laughs> oh, they've got they've gotten a lot of crap for it. It was it was funny. Yuck. It was funny. <laughs> you know um, fails? Mine is Bruce Arians. Did you see him freaking slug a player in the helmet? No. So apparently there was kind of like a scrum for a ball and Got up like shoving and stuff. Well, Bruce Arians just comes off the sideline and slugs one of his players in the helmet. <laughs> Seems not wise. I'll send you the video. It's, I mean, he got a hit on him. Good lord. I mean, it I was, was probably having a hard Jason Brown. <laughs> I just watched a video of him, like a compilation of some of his outbreaks. Oh, yeah. That man is a. Slap dick. <laughs> so it, it was. Tr- he was trying to not. He was trying to make him not cause a penalty. That's smart. Then, yeah, I agree. I'm with it. <laughs> he almost fell into him because he kind of like slid off his helmet. Um, I'm gonna send this to you real quick. That's all I got for fails. That's it for me, too. We've kept it under an hour. That might be the first time we've ever kept it under an hour. That's pretty impressive. It helps. Uh, and we're sad. Yeah. Um, Tennessee baseball, 33 days away, baby. Getting there. As of right now, we don't have a, we don't have a porch, though, so we're that hurts. Sure. We'll find a way. We'll sneak in if we need to. We'll still, we'll still. If you're listening to this and you have a porch, we will steal your porch. Oh Just yeah, know that. Also, if there's any businesses out there that have a porch that know they're not going to use it every game because I know they're not, we will buy it from you. Hit me up, or you can give it to us. Actually, you can give it to us. Also, I do have a parking pass, so we can also tailgate too. Let's just tailgate the game. I don't even need a porch. We'll do our own watch party outside the stadium. Yep. We'll let you know if we have some. I mean, I'm sure we will have some tailgates, but probably for the bigger SEC games on the weekends. So, stay on the lookout for that. I just miss tailgate. I miss tailgate. I'll, I'll tailgate a game. I'm in. Let's do it. I'm in. All right, guys. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you all have a good week. Um, stay safe. It's snowing. Just weird. I woke like I took a little nap today and I woke up and there was snow all over the ground. I was like, what in the world happened? <laughs> um but yeah, y'all stay safe and uh we will catch you back on Thursday. We're bringing the boat in and we out.